Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Aphrodite's Oracle. My name is Valerie and I'm your host. And today we're talking about the number 15 card in the Major Arcana. It is the Devil card. And although there was much less information about this card as I went about doing my research on it last week, I was able to find uh, enough to get the gist of this card for you guys and provide you with um, the reasons why this is truly a necessary part of what we are doing here on earth and why sometimes things feel so difficult and how we can manage to really uh, harness this energy and use it for positivity. So as we meet up with the fool, who is our number zero card, the first episode of this podcast was about the fool, and he is representative of the spiritual aspirant, the naivety and blissful foolishness of the unawakened he represents and he moves forward through each card as he gains more and more spiritual awareness until he reaches a point of unity consciousness or atonement at one mint with the world around him and that is the proper sort of order and reason for this map through the major arcana but we are not there yet we are on number 15 at a very important point in the journey. And the fool comes to the foot of an enormous mountain where a creature, half goat, half god, is controlling. He's reigning there. At his hooves, there are people chained to his throne, and they are engaging in every indulgence imaginable. The closer the fool gets, the more he feels his own earthly desires rising in him, carnal desires, a hunger for power and greed and selfishness. I have given up all such desires, the fool says, resisting the beast's power with all of his might. He is sure that this is merely a test of his new spirituality, one where he must prove that the temptations of the material world cannot sway him. The creature responds to his defiance with a curious look and says, All I am doing is bringing out what is already in you. Such feelings are nothing to fear, nothing to be ashamed of or even to avoid. They are useful to helping you in your quest for spirituality, though many try to pretend otherwise. The fool gestures angrily at the chained men and women and he says, You say that even though these people are clearly enslaved to the material world. The goat god mimics the fool's gesture and invites him to take another look. And the fool does and realizes that the chained collars of the men and women are wide enough for them to simply remove them themselves. They can be free if they wish to be, the goat god says. They remain here because they want to be controlled by their animalistic desires. There are, however, others. And at this, the goat god gestures upward toward the peak of the mountain and says, Others who have used these same impulses to climb to the highest heights, if they had denied their desires, they would have never gotten there. 
On hearing this, the fool sees that he has mistaken the goat god. This is not a creature of evil, as he thought, but of great power and the lowest and the highest, both beast and god, like all power. It is frightening and dangerous, but it is also key to freedom and transcendence. Description of this card, if you haven't Googled it yet, or if you've never seen this card, I would just advise to type in Rider Weight uh, Devil card so that you can follow along with me. But this card shows Baphomet. He is the main character, the background figure. He is the devil. His fingers and toes have claws on them, and he's wearing horns on his head. His right hand is raised, and in his left hand, he's holding what appears to be a sword. Although it doesn't have a hilt, it is just 100% blade. The devil is standing on a small anvil, which is connected to the chains that are around the necks of a male figure on the right and a female figure on the left. The devil is an archetypal figure of evil, of great antiquity, who existed long before the Christian church demonized the old gods and spirits. For example, the spirit of evil that appeared as a destructive spirit that carried disease and death in the Middle Ages and also during the classical history of Mesopotamia, it was personified in order to give our ancestors a way to cope with these and other natural phenomena. And really, the devil is no different from all deities in this standpoint. For example, Aphrodite is the personified figure of all of the energies that she portrays. Love, <clears throat> love, beauty, femininity, all these things are nothing more than energies and emotions and ways of being. And that is personified in her character, just as the archetypal figure of evil is personified in the devil. Now I like to talk about some of the correspondences here and the zodiac sign associated with this card is Capricorn. And if you take a look at the card, you'll see why Capricorn is the goat. And yes, the devil is portrayed as that. The element associated with this card is earth. Capricorn is an earth sign, so that makes sense. Keywords and phrases associated with this card include ego, loss, addiction, illusion, excess, strong desire, drive to make things happen, and the ability to be persuasive. And as you can see, these are not all negative things, just as the story I, I started with, the drive to make things happen and the ability to be outright persuasive. Um, these are, in fact, quite masculine qualities and those which are very important and beautiful in a divine masculine soul. The key to this card, however, is to recognize whatever is holding you back, whatever limitation you may perceive. This is going to sound kind of harsh, but you did it to yourself and only you can fix the way that you see these limitations. Crystals include tektite, malachite, 
turquoise and obsidian. And usually I'm offering crystals as a way to cultivate the wanted energy of the card. When in fact, I would offer rose quartz as well here because some of the traits of this card are less than desirable. And the only force that can abolish these traits is love and rose quartz is pure love. This chakra, no surprise here, is the root chakra. This is our base chakra, our animalistic red chakra. Celestial body associated with this card is Saturn. Now, the number 15 here in numerology, the number 15 is about the various chains that bind us and inhibit our development. In fact, that's exactly what this card is. Fives in the tarot are spiritual in nature. However, they also mark a point of tension right before a breakthrough, right before that number six. So you're sort of, with this card, recognizing the habits that are keeping us from being our greatest versions. Despite the maturity that the fool has reached in the card right before this, number 14, he is not immune to having to face his personal demons. In a spiritual context, the devil can indicate that you have become too materialistic. And with that, there are, when you've become too materialistic, you can usually feel it in your body and it doesn't feel very good. So in that case, it would be beneficial to try to bring the focus back to the non-materialistic things in life, such as spending time with the people who make you happy or connecting to your higher self, your spiritual self, be it meditation or walks in nature or just listening to, to great music. It can also indicate a lack of hope, maybe holding you back from moving towards the light. Now, this is really important because like attracts like. So even in your darkest moments, you should always strive to send light and love out to the world as that's what you will attract back. Never allow darkness to take over. I sound like um, Star Wars right now. <laughs> If you have ever felt overwhelmed with depression or anxiety, first, you have to make sure that you surround yourself with loving and supportive people and friends and family, and most importantly, let go or distance yourself from anybody who is overly negative or critical of you or of the world or of your dreams or your way of being. Secondly, try some sort of energy healing actually to help you get rid of any negative energy that you've been holding on to. So Reiki, um, meditation, even um, breath work, ceremonial breath work. And perhaps the most misunderstood card of the entire major arcana, the devil is not really Satan at all. But he is Baphomet, as I spoke about earlier, but also Pan, the half-goat nature god, or Dionysus. These are gods of pleasure and abandon, of wild behavior and unbridled desires. Sometimes this card is urging someone to dance with Dionysus, so to speak, or surrender control and give in to passion. Too much restraint can hold you back and keep you from achieving important things. I really want to stress that because I'm not someone who believes in not feeling pleasure. That's, that's not what this is about. This is about recognizing 
when we are our own devil and making habits out of things that are that are actually holding us back but to be clear <laughs> unbridled desire and passion is is not holding you back well in general i don't like to speak in absolutes but when we pull the devil card in a reading it means we have some serious examining to do we need to consider who or what is in charge of our lives the devil is a it's a very loud message stating that we are close to giving up our control and letting uh, animalistic desires run our world. Or it's a message that we've already dropped actually down to that level of lower consciousness that is beneath us. We are designed for greatness. The human is designed for greatness. The spiritual human, yes. But when we stoop to the level of ego thinking we become blind to our own beauty that is the absolute truth and quite ironic actually so we are designed for greatness but when we start getting too far into our ego we can't see it and that's the irony this is not to say that the ego is all bad because we do need it Ego is a problem only when we allow it to run through our thoughts unchecked. An uncontrolled mind is an ego-driven mind. An ego-driven mind is one that operates under the illusion that love and acceptance must be obtained at all costs, okay? Obtained. The truth is that love and acceptance can never be obtained because they are always ours. They are the core of our being at all times. And those are the things that we forget when we let our mind be unchecked and driven by the ego. And we don't surround ourselves with people that are there to support us. And we feel that we need to chase something outside of ourselves. And I've talked about this in other podcasts, but truly the complete and whole person needs no one else or nothing else to be different needs no one else to be different, to act different, to say anything than what they've already said or anything in their life to change to be truly happy. And that's that's really the ticket to creating the life that you want because with that attitude, you become a magnet for everything that you've ever wanted and you stop pushing it away when you realize you already have it. And that is not a nod to... Hmm non-materialism because I think when people start the spiritual journey they think like okay like I can't enjoy nice things and I can't uh, enjoy sex and I can't nothing could be further from the truth you actually are able to revel in life in a beautiful way when you have that balance between an unchecked ego and a checked one I hope that's making sense most cards urge balance, unity, restraint, but not this card. The devil, on the contrary, is a card that revels in extremity, excess, and loss of control. There is a convincing argument that this is the most powerful, the most powerful and dangerous card in the deck. At its absolute worst, it is the card of the addict or the stalker, totally obsessed, enslaved, and relentless. 
at its very best, this is a card about cutting loose, going for that thing that you really want and climbing every mountain. And to me, this is uh, pure masculine energy. This can be such a beautiful and divine energy that the masculine polarity can truly embody you know having that sort of warrior attitude and not letting what you really want get away from you it's like a hunter or a warrior i guess or like a greek or roman god hercules you're on your hero's journey that's what the journey of hercules is it's the hero's journey and in fact a lot of people liken the journey of the fool through the major arcana uh, to the hero's journey of Hercules and finding that beautiful balance uh, in your masculinity to allow you to truly thrive as a human. So this card is about temptation and control, addictions and manipulation. It acts at, well, it asks us a most important question: who or what do we allow to enslave us? and who or what will be under our control. Hi everyone, it's your host here, Valerie Cody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. If you have any questions or comments about today's podcast, you can connect with me on Instagram. My profile is at Val Cody, V-A-L-C-O-D-Y. If you would like to learn more about spirituality, meditation, yoga, and plant-based living, check out my book, The Beauty Alchemist on Amazon, by searching for the title or my name. If you are enjoying this podcast, please take a moment to leave a review and share it with a friend. Thank you for listening and let's get back to the show. Only by understanding this part of ourselves can we gain power over it and use it to our benefit rather than letting it use us. There are, I think, two essential points that a reader, a card reader or a divinatory professional must make when this card appears. First, that we have to be honest about our weaknesses and our addictions. Denial only makes it easier for them to control us. Second, it and yeah, it's that's typically the behavior of the addict is denial, denial, denial. That's why when people go to um, addiction groups, part of the beauty of that is announcing yourself, saying, "My name is." whatever, and I'm an addict. So if you can admit that, it makes it much easier for you to gain control over this addiction. These are not pretty topics. This isn't the lover's card. This isn't the beautiful sun card. This is, this is some, this is real life too. This is just as much a part of life as all the beautiful things. And it's okay to talk about it. So the second thing is that it is natural to have self-interest, a desire for pleasure even, and to occasionally indulge in excess, just like I do with uh, Oreos on the weekend. So doing so might even be essential for achieving our aims. I really like that because I really hesitate to be real harsh with this devil energy because I think that sometimes when you talk about it, it can come across as like feeling like a nun or feeling not that that's bad. But feeling like you can't enjoy the pleasures of physicality. And that's not what this is about. So I hope that's coming across. But because, you know, letting that 
that is a very big part of our lives here as physical humans. And allowing that to be a part of our life is essential to achieving our goals. With this major arcana card in your tarot spread, you may feel as though outside influences or forces are beyond your control, and these are restricting you, leaving you feeling powerless and victimized. However, this is the illusion that the devil creates. Listen, guys, you are in control of your own destiny, and you're not bound by anything other than your own attitudes and behaviors. So don't give up and don't give away your power. You don't have to tolerate negativity, criticism, manipulation, or abuse. There are always things that you can do to be positive and improve your situation, no matter how hopeless something may seem on the surface. So the illusion of the devil is falling into that victimhood mentality. And, and guys, like you really do drown in that mentality because if you believe that you are a victim of your circumstance, it becomes like this um, safety blanket and you start living your life under these parameters, these imagined parameters that you've set for yourself because you feel comfortable. And I know it sounds crazy, but there are so many times when people, you can look at the patterns of people around you and you can just see their potential and they don't see it because they're a victim of victim mentality. They're a victim. They're in victimhood mentality and they, they feel comfortable there. And that's why I wish I could actually hold this little diagram up and show it to you guys. But there's this diagram that is a circle and it says inside that is your comfort zone. And then there's a little dot right outside the edge of the circle and it says where the magic happens. So in order to move out of your comfort zone, if you're in victim mentality and you feel really comfortable there, but you know there's more to life, you've got to step out of that mentality. The time is coming that you will have to find beauty within yourself and stop buying into the projections that you're casting on the world and projections of not being good enough, worthiness, being a victim. Find the courage to step out of your comfort zone and change your life. Although we cannot ever really know the future, we can bring our awareness and our attention to how we are projecting ourselves onto the world. And doing this really helps to defeat the self-delusions because we realize what they are and they lose their power. So in this imagery, I really wanted to talk about the chains. Uh, we get the sense that the beings here, the men and the woman, are bound to habits, thoughts, beliefs, or behavior that enslaves our spirits so these, these, these characters are chained to the devil and the devil are the thoughts, habits, beliefs, or behaviors that are keeping us small. The devil is nothing more than a metaphor for living a substandard existence, for settling for a life that's way too small. Staying in that really comfortable spot where like you're not living up to your potential. You're not being the best version of yourself. That's why it can be so easy 
to ignore the fact that we do create our own reality. Because then all of a sudden we become responsible for what is around us and what our life looks like and who we have in our life and who we don't. And sometimes it's just easier to play into the victim than it is to take responsibility and and recognize where we can make changes. So in a general context, the devil can signify that you are becoming aware of the things that have been trapping you and the role you play in allowing them to do this. You want to be free from these problems that you've created for yourself in your own mind and you are starting to get the motivation to change your circumstances. It can also indicate that you are getting a new perspective on issues that once made you feel powerless. The changes you want to make may not be easy, but they are necessary if you want to have a happy life in the future. And lastly, uh, there are some key questions relative to this devil tarot card that you can ask yourself when you are working through things. Say, am I feeding an addiction? What do I gain by letting my ego control my life? Do I think I am unworthy of love, happiness, peace, or the life that I truly want? And if that's the case, ask yourself why. Do I always feel like I need to answer to someone and why? What is bothering me all the time? Is there anything nagging me and my thoughts? And if so, what can I do about it? Do I feel like I never have enough or can never be good enough? And if so, why? How can I lift myself out of these lower levels of thoughts and feelings? So everyone, that is the end of the devil card. We do have one more kind of negative card coming up. It's called the tower, but it's, it's even more positive than this. Um, so in the end, guys, the devil is about what are we doing that's keeping us from achieving the life that we desire. It's not about not enjoying earthly pleasures. It may be about our attitude towards them. It may be about thinking that we aren't good enough for to express ourselves or good enough to be with someone who truly makes us feel special. Because remember guys that the complete and whole person doesn't need anything to be different, doesn't need anyone else to act any differently in order for for them to feel complete. They feel complete because they've done their inner work and they consistently do their inner work. And so everyone else in their life is seen as an extension of them that is worthy of all of the love and compassion and beauty that the world has to offer. And you just begin to see this world through a lens that reflects back to you all of the beautiful thoughts that are going on in your own head. I just wanted to thank you guys for some of the cool uh, DMs that I get about my content here. It is always fun to hear what you have to say. So my name there is at V-A-L-C-O-D-Y. And that's it. Bye guys.